Hi guys, welcome back to another Q&A Sunday on the Tom and Harry SMMA YouTube channel. So if you're new to this series, every single Sunday, I am answering the hottest questions in the SMMA industry of the past week. So if you're not following my Instagram, my Instagram's Harry underscore SMMA, and I get hundreds, like several hundreds of questions in my DMs every single week. And I pick out the most common questions and the most interesting questions and answer them on these videos. So if you're new to the channel, you're new to this series, my name's Harry. This channel is run alongside the co-founder of my new agency, Tom, uh, Tom Ford, where we scaled our agency over the past two years, four years, including the agencies that we ran previously to multiple high six figures um, every single year. This channel was made by the two of us to try and change the SMMA industry. As you're going to be very aware, the SMMA industry is filled with very snidey, um, not very nice people that don't actually run the agency. They say they do. They The way they talk about the social media marketing agency is so wrong. And it just instantly shows someone like me who does has run an agency for so long that they don't know what they're talking about. And it immediately shows they don't run the agency they do because otherwise they wouldn't be speaking about the, the agency space, signing clients, managing clients in the way that they do. So that's what this channel is all about, guys. But like I said, I'm going to get into the video and just go for, run through like run through like 10 questions. Um, that I thought would be really interesting to put in today's Q&A. So question one is, what is the key to long-term SMMA success and keeping clients long-term? So this is this is a question I absolutely love because a big proportion of the videos on this channel and the, the way Tom and I talk about it, or talk about SMMA is so different to how everyone else talks about it because everyone else talks about SMMA in the sense of, right, you need to constantly sign clients, constantly sign clients and the, and the reason that the reason for that is because most people in the SMMA space have a really high churn rate for their agency. And what I mean by high churn rate is they only ever keep clients for two or three months. And then so they're constantly having to replenish clients at a constant basis because they don't know how to keep clients long term. And the way Tom and I run an agency and the way we teach people to run an agency in the academy is why would you want to keep an agency for two months when you could keep them for 10 months and so you have to worry about signing five times less clients than most other agencies i would rather spend my time building relationships with existing clients doing a good job for them so my brand grows and i get more referrals rather than having to worry about where the next client's coming from because we all know that that is the worst part about growing an agency is constantly having to find new clients but if you but funnily enough if you do a good job for clients your agency will grow automatically through referrals and word of mouth so to answer the question, what is the most important part of growing an agency is number one is obviously having a good service. It's going to be very difficult to grow an agency if you don't have a service that actually works. Like if you can't, if you genuinely cannot get a client for the like of you, the life of you to actually make money from your services, then you've got a problem there. So step one is make sure you actually have a service that works. I think that's just without being said, but I need to say it. Um, number two and probably the most important is how you manage clients personally and in a recent um in a recent academy live call we actually did a big section on this because there's a big video in the academy on it which is um managing clients based on their client colors and i'm not going to go into this in too much detail i'll probably do a video on it um in future videos 
which is every person is classed as a different color. If you're a really angry, like to the point person, you're cast, you're you're classed as um, a red. And if you're a really kind of detailed, want to know every single figure of every single like campaign, you want to know outreach numbers, you want to you want to know reach, you want to know impressions, you want to know click through rates, you want to know um, landing page views. You're classed as a blue. I think it's a blue. It might be a green. I can't remember. Um, and depending on which color a particular business owner is, that changes how you communicate with a client. For example, if a client is a red, really straight to the point, and then you get on a call with them and are really like timid, you know, you're really like not confident, you're going to clash with that business owner and you're not going to be able to keep them for a long, you know, for a long term. You need to match the client's personality trait with how you deal with them. And that's the same with sales. So if you have got a client who's a blue, who's really detailed, wants to know loads of figures, and you're not giving that client the figures that they need to see in order to be happy about the campaigns, you're going to lose them, irrespective if you're getting them loads of results, irrespective if you're making them loads of money. If they can't see the figures, the details, the data, and you're not supplying them with that, they're going to be unhappy. So a big portion of being able to keep a client long term is spotting how a client needs to find out the details of a campaign and that can be tricky to do and it's a skill that you can learn and you can also like i say carry that color characteristics and how you class a particular client into your presentations because it's the same there if you notice in a presentation someone's a green or someone's a yellow which and if you're a yellow you're a very happy-go-lucky person you just want to be told everything's okay and like you're really emotional and if you, and then you come on a sales call as if you're talking to a red person, really straight to the point, really harsh, really like, you know, the same way you'd probably speak to a landscaper or a, or a plumber without being really stereotypical. Like my brother's a plumber. My um, my cousin's a, uh, uh, um, does driveways. They they wouldn't respond very well to someone who's really fluffy. The same way speaking to a yellow who's really fluffy wouldn't respond well to someone who's really straight to the point and harsh and like an alpha male. So it's really important that you take that into consideration. And I think that's actually a big proportion of how you can keep clients long-term and how people don't keep clients and lose them. Um, question number two, which is um, how to price your services effectively. Um, do you base them on time or do you pace them on the value that you bring? Now, this is a really important question. It's kind of forced my hand in how I'm going to answer this question, which is in the SMA industry and in a service-based business like the one with, that we're in, can't price your services based on time because really once everything's set up, the time that you're spending on each client isn't actually going to be a lot, which makes the social media marketing space so lucrative and so attractive to a lot of people that want to start an online business is you can manage 10 clients by spending not a lot of time on them each month. However, the skill set to keep that client long term is where you earn your money. For example, you can get an ad campaign up that brings in sales or leads consistently that doesn't fatigue for two or three weeks. And in that two or three weeks, providing results are still coming in, you're not actually doing a lot. However, you're still having to stay on top of it every single day to view those analytics so that when it fatigues, anticipating when it does fatigue so that you can get new ads up and keep those results coming in consistently because it's no good letting the ad fatigue. Results don't come in for two weeks because you're then having to test. So it's more the value that you bring a business that you price your services on. However, you do need to anticipate how much time it is going to take you and price it accordingly. So it's kind of a mixture of time and value. For example, the example that we always use is a driveway person. So you say you're working with a landscaper. 
they're not going to be able to price how much a new driveway costs without seeing the driveway that they're going to have to do because it really depends on if it's a 10 meter by 10 meter driveway that's going to be priced very different than a 100 meter driveway on a mega mansion it's going to be more materials it's going to be more hours it's going to be more manpower um and it's going to be a bigger job and that's the same with the social media marketing space you might sign a client that just wants facebook ads but then that's going to be chart that's going to be quoted very differently to someone that needs facebook ads multiple sales funnels massive amounts of consultancy on the product to make sure it's in a place to to get there email marketing sms marketing and you're not going to know that until you get on a meeting which is why you can't really give prices before you speak to a customer or a client because it changes so dramatically based on what they need and they don't know what you they don't know what they need they might think they know what they need until you speak to them on a presentation and really understand what they need the next question is how much outreach do you need to do every single day to get to 10k a month and i've actually done a last week i actually did a solo video on this which is you can't it's impossible for me to give an, an answer to someone that says, right, you need to do this amount of outreach and you're going to get to 10K a month because that number is different for every single person. The number of cold calls that Tom and I need to make to grow our agency by 10K is very different than how much, how many cold calls someone who's never done a cold call before in their life needs to make because we've got the skill set. We understand it. We've done, we've done it before. We understand how it works. Um, and everyone has different natural advantages. Everyone has a different natural skill set and is better at cold calling. So it completely depends on how good you are, um, which dictates the number of cold calls you need to make. That being said, we always say billionaire Dan Pena says you need to make 2000 cold calls to become a multimillionaire in any industry. Obviously, those 2000 cold calls need to be substantial cold calls that are, uh, that are carried out with a level of decorum and a level of skill. You can't just pick up like my grandma couldn't just pick up the phone, make 2000 cold calls and suddenly become a multimillionaire. No, she doesn't have the skill set to do so. So providing you know what you're doing, if you make 2000 cold calls, there's no reason why you can't take your your agency to to over $10,000 a month, providing you know what you're doing. Um, but that being said, I would rather you focus on how much time you're putting into cold call rather than a number of cold calls, because you could do 100 cold calls in 25 minutes if all 100 of them didn't answer, and that's not going to be good enough to, to get your agency off the ground. You might do 20 cold calls, every single one of them answer, which takes you three hours, but that is a good time use of your, your time. So on paper, one person who does 100 doesn't get any answers, and the other person does 20 gets loads of answers. Like You can't just say he's better because he's done 100 cold calls. Um, so what I'd rather you do is put every ounce and every second of your time that you have free to scaling your agency into cold calling. Say person A has one hour available to do cold calling and he only cold calls for 20 minutes of that available hour. He's doing a worse job than someone that has 30 minutes available to cold call and he cold calls all 30 minutes of his time available. It's more about the time that you have available to cold call and if you're cold calling in that time, because you need to be spending every waking minute that you have available to cold call um, to get your agency off the ground or it's just not going to grow. Uh, next question is to do with um, ad spend. How much should your budget be for a client and how does that ad spend get spent? So in terms of the fees, so when you start working with a client, you're going to have there's two separate fees that they're going to have to pay. They're going to have to pay the service fee that they pay you as an agency directly. And they're going to have an ad spend that they're going to pay directly to the platform that your agency bank account is never going to see. You're going to connect the client's bank account information to their own ad account. You're not going to connect it to your ad account, your agency's ad account. It's to their own business manager and their own ad account. So when you're managing the ads on their business manager on their behalf, 
they're paying the platform, they're paying Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok directly. And the reason for that is that's so that the client has all of the data. The client owns the data on their business manager. The client is paying for that information that they keep can keep forever. Um, so those are the two different fees. They pay you the service fee directly and the ad spend directly to the platform. And then in terms of how much ad spend you need to, to put aside for them, we always recommend that for a lead generation client, you're going to need an absolute minimum of probably $600. And, the re uh, and if it's any lower than that, you are going to struggle because it's going to take you a hell of a lot longer to bring in leads. And it's a, it's a common misconception. If your client, for whatever reason, can only commit to $200 a month, you've just got to tell them that's fine. However, it's going to take you three times longer to get to where you need to be than if you just put in $600. So say they're doing $200 a month, they're going to find out the information of what works, what doesn't work, and get to a point of success three times slower than their competitor who's paying $600 a month. That being said, if they're doing $200 a month for three months, they've got free service fees to you for the same data and information that they could have got from one service fee if they just spent that $600 in the first month because you would have been testing $600 worth in one month and find out that information that you that they are going to find out in three months. So there's a, it's a win-win. They think they're going to be saving money and they're not actually going to be putting a, you know, a lot of money in. However, they are going to be spending more money long-term in your service fee. That also being said, if you're doing like a, a lower ad spend on a free trial, that's also going to be really difficult for you because if you're only on a two-week free trial, to find out the data and get that campaign to a point of success using $200 is going to be extremely difficult. And it's going to be extremely difficult to show the client the potential of your campaigns in two weeks on a $200 ad spend, because you're just not going to get anywhere. You really need at least $600 on the meta platforms. If you're doing Google ads, it's going to be way more than that. If you're doing e-commerce brands, it's going to be way more than that. I'm talking about local lead gen on the meta platforms you're going to need a, an absolute minimum of $600. If you're doing TikTok ads, the absolute minimum you can run is $20 a day anyway. So you're not going to be able to go lower than that. Um, so that's kind of my advice. Make sure the service fee and ad spend is paid differently. Make sure they're paying the ad spend on their own ad account. So don't add their payment information to your ad account and you manage it on theirs. There's videos on this channel of how to structure business managers for you and your client and how to pair them up. Um, but also you need to to make sure that they have a substantial ad spend. Otherwise, you're just not going to get anywhere. It's going to take you so long to figure out what you need. And by the time you get there, the client's going to be so frustrated because they've spent that many service fees or they just not get seeing any progress because the ad spend so small that they're going to get super frustrated. Uh, next question is, how do you manage satisfaction ratings of your client? And I love this question. And we're going to do a video on this shortly. And what we do is after every single call that we have with one of our clients, we write down a satisfaction rating next to them. Uh, and what that does is that tells us how we need to communicate with that client. If we get off a call with a client and we can tell that they're really unsatisfied, we'll give them a low test satisfaction score and we're going to make sure that we, we put in more regular touch points over the period until they get to a better satisfaction rating in those meetings to find out what we can do better. And then based on those satisfaction scores, that tells us how vulnerable we are with losing a client at the end of the contract. And then that tells us, for example, like we might have a satisfaction rating score of five on a particular client, you know, and that might be because for whatever reason, that we just can't get that client results. Their website not, might not be optimized enough and they can't afford a new website design. 
or their sales skills aren't very good enough in the consultations we're booking them and there's really no hope you know not not to say that the 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 client relationship isn't very good it just happens sometimes and what that will tell us is right we now need to put pressure on our sales team to replace the client of that value before the end of the contract so it's a good way of seeing the overall state of your agency because if every single client of yours has a bad satisfaction rate that's probably showing you deeper issues like your service delivery isn't very good whereas if just a few of them are you know are dissatisfied some of them are incredibly satisfied then it just shows that you know you need to replace those clients quickly and deal with that client exiting your agency that being said, on the flip side, it's also nice to know when you've got high satisfaction rates on some of your clients, because then you can then ask for referrals, you can ask for testimonials, because you don't want to be asking for referrals and testimonials from clients that are unsatisfied with your services. So there's a time and a place for both things. Um, so like I say, at the end of every call that you have with a client, and you should be having regular client calls, we do a satisfaction rating, and then we then put a plan together of how to increase that satisfaction rating. Or if the satisfaction rating is really high, we then put a plan together of how we can get the most out of that client whilst their satisfaction is so high, like a testimonial, like a referral to grow the agency. And the next question, guys, is based on the Academy, which is once I join the Academy, will you be able to look over my uh, ad campaigns? Would you be able to look over sales funnels? And would you be able to listen to a few of my cold calls to see what I'm going wrong? Absolutely. So, so the way the Academy works, guys, is you'll enroll, you get access to the Discord and the community. You also get flagged in our Instagram DMs and and you also have access to us one to one on Discord. So before you do anything, you have immediate access once enrolled to ask us any questions, to look over any ad accounts, any um cold calling recordings, any sales funnels that you have, any presentations that you've got on the cards. <clears throat> we we look over every single one that people send us and give you really nice feedback. So that can happen as soon as you enroll. But once you do enroll, you'll then go through all of the course, you'll get all of our ad strategies, you'll get all of our go high level sequences, them strategies, TikTok strategies, Google ad strategies, uh, cold calling scripts, cold calling recordings, our presentation strategy, our actual presentation that we use. So you get all of the strategies, documents and presentations um, in that initial period where you're going through all the content. And that content period is to get you up to date with the most fundamental knowledge of how to grow an agency. Once you fall back on that, you then fall into the ongoing mentorships of the live calls. Um, the one-to-one -one Discord chats, the 24-hour um, support that you have from Tom and I, where you can literally utilize us for whatever you want. We have uh, people in the academy that send us Loom videos going through their whole ad account before they launch because they're a bit nervous. They want us to give them feedback. We have people send us like 20-minute cold calling recordings. We give them feedback of what they're doing wrong. You know, if you follow me on Instagram, the, the previous live call, we looked through someone's um, cold calling script and cold calling recordings and then we gave him feedback on the live call. The very next day, he booked free meetings in the morning using the advice we gave him. Um, so th that's kind of the part that's so invaluable is there's not that there isn't another course online where you can directly message the mentor that you've paid for to get direct feedback. And you'll know it's us giving you feedback and not someone else because it'll be in a voice note, it'll be in a loom, um, and it will be us actually speaking to you on a live call or in the Discord. So it's always us giving you the feedback. And that's one of the best things that we pride ourselves on in the Academy is the fact you get the direct access support to us. And if you're interested in the Academy, click the link in the description of this video because there's four testimonials on there. And we've just added a new one from Alex, which we shared in a previous video. Um, and it just, he, he literally talks you through 
you know, where he was before his agency, where he is now, um, and how the agency has completely changed his his SMMA. Give it a watch. It's like a two minute video if you've got chance. No worries if not. Um, if you, just for those who are interested, it might be useful to listen to someone who's you know the other side in the agency and he's experiencing everything that's included. Um, my final question for today's Q and A, guys, is: Is it possible to run a social media marketing agency without showing your face? And my answer to this question has changed over the past two years, and my answer now is no. It's very, it's going to be extremely difficult to run an agency without you showing your face. You need to show your face on Zoom meetings. Otherwise, people are going to be like, why is he not showing his face? That's very weird. Um, you need to show your face to grow on social media substantially. Like, it's going to be very difficult to grow on social media if you're not showing your face or you're not putting your audio on there. You're not getting your personality across because what people need to realize is everyone in the social media marketing space is selling the same service. Yes, it's Facebook ads to different levels. It's, it's sales funnels to different levels. However, in reality, on paper, I'm selling sales funnel creation, I'm selling Facebook ads, you're selling the exact same services. So the only thing that's differentiating me from you is the personality of the brand and the personality of the business owners. And that's led by you as a business owner. The number one reason why people choose Tom and I over you know, other agencies because we're very good at building relationships and that's down to us as people. And we wouldn't be able to have done that if we didn't want to get our face on camera, if we didn't want to get on Zoom calls, if we didn't want to pick up the phone and cold call. So it's probably not an answer that a lot of people want to hear, but you do need to put yourself out there and you need to get your face on camera and just not be scared because otherwise you're going to, you are really going to struggle. So guys, that's the end of the Q&A. Hope you enjoyed. If you like these style of videos, we post them every single Sunday. And then during the week, we post 10 minute videos every single day on YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music on a particular topic. So we'll dive into these types of questions in a lot more detail every single day. Um, so if you like that style of content and you you, you enjoy this video, please subscribe, um, turn on bell notifications because we do post every single day at 9am to make sure you don't miss a video because there's more value on this YouTube channel than there are in most paid courses for 995, which is insane to say. Um, but I hope you enjoyed that video, guys. Please, 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 like I say, subscribe and we'll see you tomorrow for tomorrow's video at 9am.